Welcome to Life, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Mario Lanzarati. Mario, are you ready to do this? George, I'm ready to roll, and I love the way you pronounce my name, so thank you for doing it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely excited to have you on. For those of you who are listening, Mario and I had a conversation about the correct way to pronounce his name and the incorrect, and I think I landed somewhere in the middle. So... Mario is a high-performance coach. He's a conscious leader, a speaker. He's helping high achievers all over the world gain mental clarity and focus and make more money in half the time. Mario, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. Thank you, George. I'm excited, and I think that's a great question that you asked. The reason why I do what I do is because I was once in a place where I was suffering from chronic uh, back pain, severe depression, and came close to suicide. And that was at only 21 years old. And I was I was in a career, I was becoming a pilot for Lufthansa in Germany. And the only reason I wanted to become a pilot, and I wasn't so conscious about the reason, but later on I discovered it, was because I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to find something where people would look at me and say, yep, Mario is a man, he's a made man, I respect him. And so I picked uh, uh, becoming a pilot. And I drove myself into this place where I was suffering so deeply that I almost considered taking my own life. And it was at that moment when I discovered on YouTube through divine intervention, Tony Robbins and Les Brown. And what I learned from them is that your mind creates your own reality. I was the one that created the kind of suffering that I was experiencing at the time. And I didn't know that, right? Nobody knows this because you're not really taught these things in school. You know, if you turn on the news, nobody talks about this stuff. It's it's rather hidden. And so as I discovered this, and as I started applying the principles that I learned from Tony Robbins and Les Brown, my whole life started changing. I started feeling better. I started fe uh, getting clear again. I discovered a path in life that I found was really for me. And when I experienced the, the benefits of this work, of this mindset shifting work, I was like, I got to pass this on to other people because why does nobody talk about this? And so I did pass it on and people reportedly shared with me how their life improved, uh, the quality of their life uh, significantly improved. And I was like, okay, I have a talent for this. This stuff works. This is what I want to do with the rest of my life. And then 12 years after this incident, uh, I am now where I am today. And uh, I couldn't be doing anything else because I'm so in love with it. Well, I appreciate that pain, depression, close to suicide, and chasing somebody else's dream, essentially, or chasing the dream that you thought would would get you what you wanted. Essentially, yes. Is anybody else doing that? No. Oh, I think a few people, you know, <laughs> handful of people. <laughs> Quite a few, unfortunately, uh, if you look at the way that society is structured. And, and even in business, I see this all the time where – Entrepreneurship used to be about innovation. Now it's all about buy the book of the guy who made it, just copy the strategy model and boom, you're fine. And yes, there's a lot of truth to that. However, what's happening now I see there's just so many copycats. There isn't really any authentic uh, unique expression of who you are. And with that, I find the level of success and level of fulfillment that you can uh, reach in life is extremely limited because so many entrepreneurs are following what I call the should path. 
right? Which is a confusing combination of the ex expert advice you received throughout your life. An expert can be your parents, can be your politicians, your priests, your gurus, anybody. But it's not really you. It's not uniquely to you. So I think this kind of work is really about extracting what works best for you as an individual. Because when you do that, you create success with ease. You create success with joy. And you get out of this grinding, burnout mentality that just is just so soul-crushing. When you say it, it makes perfect sense that putting all my effort and thought and energy and resources behind living what is a great life for somebody else, but not mine. That's how, how, how would I not face resistance and, 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 and burnout? Yeah. Yeah. I think the beginning part is where people have to move through the conditioning that they have received. And it's almost guaranteed that you are going to encounter a lot of resistance People close to you, maybe your spouse, maybe your friends, maybe your clients are going to say, are you sure you want to do this? Why do you want to raise your prices? Why do you want to change your target customer? Why do you move to, uh, want to go remote and, and live in Cape Town in South Africa and run your business from here? Why, 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 why? So people are going to question. And the, the reason they question is because they're really projecting their own insecurity. When they hear people do take uh, courageous actions, and they're not the ones that are doing that themselves, it's likely that they're going to project that on onto you. But I feel like if you move through that resistance, and if you stay on course, and ideally, you want to have a coach, a mentor, an advisor uh, by your side, who will guide you through that resistance, you'll see that you come out to a a kind of a life that you might have not even thought is possible. And that was my case many times over. And so I encourage everybody else to do it as well. So we are born and the conditioning starts. It's the people we're in contact with, our mom and our dad, or wh whoever. It's our immediate family. It's everywhere that and then it's school and just stuff piled on, piled on. Yeah. So when people are talking about find your why, find your purpose, do purpose-driven, that all sounds really good. But how do I, I mean, how do I figure out what I want? Yeah. So I think there's different ways on how to go about this. One of the ways that worked really well for me and that I find works well also for my clients is to look at what is a big problem that really pisses you off something where you look at that in you and it emotionally triggers you in my case and i'm going to be very transparent it all started i went down the rabbit hole of conspiracies and i was like okay who runs the world and i found all these powerful families and how <laughs> supposedly they're running everything and you know it might be true or not doesn't really matter at this in this uh, part of the conversation but i got so into that that i then at that point i was like okay we got to take down all these elites get the pitchforks and the torches that take them down and then became really aggressive and i was like we got to take them and, and i had a moment of of clarity i was like wait a minute i'm just becoming exactly like them if they're the ones that are supposedly killing people and, you know, uh, trying to reduce the world population through very evil agendas, am I better than that? It's like, no, I'm now calling out for uh, take these people down. So then I was like, okay, if I want to change 
the way that humanity lives and I want to remove suffering essentially and help everybody, then how do I do that? And I was like, okay, how do I help myself? That's where I went. And I was like, okay, what was it that helped me? And I was like, okay, I changed my mindset. That radically altered my life. I changed the way I handle my emotions, essentially the relationship to myself. When I felt a certain way, I would no longer suppress it, but I would allow myself to feel it. So there isn't any more of that inner battle that I would carry along with myself. And I started doing more and more of these things. And I was like, huh, okay, what is it that I'm doing in that? And what I'm doing is I'm raising my awareness. I'm raising my level of consciousness. And as I do that, every single aspect of my life improves. My health, my relationships, my business, my spirituality, fun, you name it. And I'll say, okay, that seems like a really powerful mission for myself to adhere to. So find the problem and you want to connect with something that emotionally arouses you because if it doesn't connect to you emotionally, forget about it. You're going to drop it. The moment the resistance through the conditioning shows up, you're like, ah, not worth it. I'll do it later, next week, next month. And then it happens and never takes place. So find the big problem you want to solve connect to it emotionally, and then come up with a mission that speaks into the desired outcome. So ideally, what I would say is like, I wouldn't necessarily say I want to end world hunger. Rather, I would say I want to make sure every human being on earth has has something to eat and has a safe roof over their, um, over their head. You see, because then the mind takes you towards the solution. It doesn't focus on the problem. That makes a ton of sense. What I was, uh, <clears throat> and I, I'm sure that we all have lots of things that are triggering to us because we're aware mm -hmm. of all of the problems in the world at all moments through technology, which is obviously good and bad. So I think that, that makes a ton of sense. Um, recognizing what I am triggered by, I have an emotional response to, identifying what I can be doing to work towards actually impacting that problem and then going about my work and intentionally doing that, that's going to get me on the path to feeling like I'm doing purpose or meaningful work. Yes. And I wrote down scale because I think that that's an important thing for me because I think a lot of the time when we look at these huge problems, it's like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. And when it's yeah. overwhelming, then I'm not going to take any action. So I need to find things that I can actually pick up. It's got, I got the handle. I can't fix global whatever climate change, but I can do things here locally. How do you think yes. about that? Hmm. I think that's a very practical and and logical way of, of, of approaching this. Like there's the saying, um, what is it? Think locally, act globally. Mm. Or think globally, act locally. I think that's the right way. Right? Yeah. So at the most the most important key in making any change making any impact is i find the philosophy of gandhi gandhi said be the change you wish to see in the world why because when you embody change say the change you want to lead is freedom a free lifestyle as an entrepreneur and you want to help other people sort of escape the nine to five matrix whatever name you want to give to that and you want to help people what's going to be most impactful is you being the walking breathing and living example of what it means to have freedom as an entrepreneur 
Why? Because people look at the way you live, breathe, act, think, uh, and feel. And they will be at some point, they'll be like, wow, George, how do you do that? Why, why do you always, why are you always so relaxed? How come you can schedule time for things? How come at three in the afternoon, you're going out for a hike and I'm working? What do you do? So people then approach you with a genuine curiosity. They want to know more. The, see, the, 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 the challenge that I see so often, uh, George, is people get this, get this excitement. They're like, oh, my God, I've gone through this transformation. I've now got this amazing lifestyle. Everybody needs to have this. And then we become sort of the preachers. And people are like, whoa, go away from me. I don't want that. And then we get triggered. And it's like, why are they not taking up my help? You know, they're supposed to be living healthier, but they're not doing it. Well, because you're forcing them, right? You're you're not just leading the horse to the water. You're also taking the horse's head and pushing it into the water. Naturally, they will not want that change because it's so aggressive. So when you be embody the principles of what you are actually inviting others to do, the whole process happens naturally. And then the right people that are committed to making the change, to break out of the conditioning and into what you are representing will be so much more effortless and effective because you don't want to have people that are just there uh, to talk and to complain and not take any action. You want people that are hungry, people that are ready so they can carry and be the change together with you. That's uh, that's that's always been hard for me. Uh, people would mm. say you need to let things come to you. Like I don't know what that means. I am a I'm I'm a human doer. I'm I'm a human doing right. I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. run through the wall. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do whatever I want. And through with a little bit of age and maturity, somewhat a little bit, I I have a bit deeper appreciation for what you just said. And I think it's correct. It's just it's been so hard for me to reconcile that. Yeah, yeah. I see. I get that, and I, and I also appreciate you for being open about it, and. I see the principles that I talk about, everybody says, wow, that sounds amazing. I want that, but I'm not doing it. And so I always ask myself, why is someone like George, who knows this intellectually, that this is a a better way of living life, not doing it? And the answer is, is because you have conflicting beliefs. On a subconscious level, you are somewhat afraid of stepping into the being The being is all about feeling. It's all about uh, being present with whatever arises in any given moment. The moment sometimes may look like overwhelm, frustration, anxiety, anger. And you're like, and then there's a part of your mind that says, nope, I shouldn't be feeling that. Or nope, I shouldn't be letting other people see that. That's what I'm feeling right now. So you're like, get back into the doing, right? So there's a part of you that is afraid of the being, which is why it clings to the doing. So the doing becomes then an avoidant uh, pattern of the, the being. But here's the thing. If you want to greatly expand and enhance your doing, then you need to understand what is it that influences your doing and what influences your doing is your state of being. Every action you take is preceded by a a certain state that you're in, right? Think about this. When you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, are you going to take the kind of action that is helping you leverage 
more more of an outcome. Let's say, I'll give me give you an example. Say you want to uh, increase the bottom line of your business, right? You want to 2x your revenue. And so you have a certain strategy of creating revenue. And now you know that this strategy of creating revenue, you've pretty much peaked. You've reached the top. Maybe it's like, I got. I can only reach out to as many people in this much time um, because I'm limited. If you want to double your revenue, you cannot do the same strategy because you're maxed out on it. So if your state of being is frustrated, anxious, overwhelmed, you're not going to think calmly and say, oh, well, what can I do that's new? How can I now leverage my time way better? How can I make better quality decisions? No, you're not going to do that because you can't even see it. You're so in this, this reactive state that you are going to revert back to what you know has worked in the past because that gives you a sense of safety, a sense of certainty, a sense of I'm in control. But it's an illusion because you're not really in control because you, you're controlling your destiny would mean doubling your revenue and you keep doing the 1x revenue tasks. So that's why when you really sit down and you slow down and you look at how is my 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 doing affected by my state of being, then you come to the place where you recognize I got to work on my being. And if you're still not doing it, I can tell you why, even though with that awareness, it's because actually you don't want to go higher in, in success and revenue because that's where the self-sabotage kicks in. The higher you go, the more pressure you encounter, the more of a responsibility than you have to also maintain. So there's a party's like, I don't even want that responsibility because I don't know how to handle this. Because the last time I had this responsibility, something happened that was really uncomfortable and painful. Not going to go back there. So then you are in this part, ah, you know, I'm just trying and I'm doing this and this, but I don't have the time or it's just not working out. I don't know. It's the market, right? So you got to be aware of these things that I just mentioned, because then it will become the obvious choice for you. I think that that's really powerful. And I, I appreciate that very much. Uh, there's so many layers to this stuff yes. and, 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 and how would there not be? We have our lived experiences and we have our supercomputers in our brains. And to think that we can just wave a magic wand and all of a sudden we're optimized and we, 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 we've hacked life. No, there's so much more work to be done. So yeah. I love it. Well, Mario, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage in, uh, in, 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 in this work and this process that we've been talking about? Thank you, George. So I would say, uh, first and foremost, what I always ask people that hear me speak on a podcast is, I would love to hear from you what resonated with you the most and what didn't, right? What did you, what was some, some like a big takeaway for you from this interview? And the best way to connect with me is if you go to my website, it's my full name, Mario Lanzarotti. So M-A-R-I-O. L A N as in November, Z as in zebra, A R O T T I dot com slash welcome minus lifeblood. And so on that page, you will find links to connect with me on social media. And you're also going to uh, get uh, a free gift from me. So, one, you can watch my TEDx talk, which is over a million views. Uh, two, you can uh, get a free training, uh, a 30-minute training on how to make more money in half the time, which incorporates some of the principles that I shared today. 
And if you wish, there's also a way for me to connect uh, and talk about the possibility of working with me as a coach. And um, yeah, I hope that uh, you got a lot of value out of this conversation and I would love to hear from you. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Mario your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to MarioLanzarati.com. That was a little bit better. Maybe not. We're getting that. <laughs> M-A-R-I-O-L-A-N-Z-A-R-O-T-T-I.com slash welcome dash or minus lifeblood and that'll take you right to the landing page uh, and i'll link that certainly in the notes of the show check out mario's tedx talk take advantage of that free training he was talking about and if it really resonates reach out and see if there's an opportunity to connect with him directly and do coaching and also let him know uh, what you took away from our time together today thanks again mario beautiful george thank you for having me And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.